Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to I'm Just Vita because I am Just Vita. Today is May the 25th or 6th. I don't know. I'll tell you guys <laughs> after I get off here. I want to say it's the 26th. I don't know. My days and nights, everything runs together. Um, but it is 2022. I will confirm that date in a minute. And to think I've been looking at it all day. And I was like, I got to do this podcast, got to do this podcast. You guys got to forgive me. I just actually got off work literally four minutes ago and you guys were my first stop. And then when I leave here, you guys know I'm going over to Wisdom. If you guys don't have Wisdom or whatever, you guys should download it because um, everything we do, guys, is live over there. And it'd be some good topics, good people and the whole nine yards. Well, we're going to jump into it. We're going to talk about... Um, Something that we have talked about prior and something that we should not have to continue to talk about at all. And we're going to talk about this latest school shooting. I had to actually sit down and write down statistics and things of that nature today. Because like I said, I deal with numbers and people and things like that all day long. And I wanted to make sure I had all my ducks in a row before I presented to anyone. Now, first of all, to anybody who was affected um, directly, indirectly, which includes all of us concerning a shooting from yesterday in Texas. My prayers, my thoughts, everything go out to all of us. Because although it might have been one of our children in that school or parent or cousin, aunt, anything that is inside of that school, that doesn't mean it does not affect us. Because when we have shootings like this, this affects us as a whole. Not just because we're not there. It affects the people who are there more than it affects anybody, yes. But it doesn't affect us indirectly. And again, my prayers, my thoughts, everything go out to everyone. Because right now, we need it. It is a crying shame that yesterday, shooting marked number 27 for 2022. And we're just about at that halfway mark of the year. We've already had 27 shootings already. So that's like what? Damn near five a month? It's too many. Not to mention, they have had 119 shootings concerning schools. Okay, so school shootings, 119 since 2018. And this is only 2022. So in four years, we've had all these shootings. Look at all the lives that have been lost. I'm sorry, but we have failed our children. Some people say, well, society has failed the kids and because society is society. Let me explain something. Everything starts at home. I was talking to um, a friend of mine just a, well earlier. I can't say just a moment ago because it wasn't a moment. It was actually a couple hours ago. And she was like, well, she's very religious and ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Love her for it. And she's like, well, you know, um, your prayer and, you know, different things and whatever, whatever. So I keep my kids on point. Listen, as a parent, the only thing we can do is give our children the wisdom and the knowledge and hope and pray when it's time for them to use that when we're not around that it gets used. Properly. We have no control over anything else. 
nothing else. But everything, and I do mean everything, starts at home as a parent. And she's like, well, you know what? When you're a parent, you work, you be tired, you do this, 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 this. That's an excuse. That's that's an excuse because I was a single mom. And you don't see my kids going around shooting up nothing. They bet not. They know who their mama is. Beat your ass and then turn you in. We don't do that. It's a lot of single parents out there. I was raised by my grandmother. And she was in her 60s by the time, you know, I was, uh, well, she was in, yeah, 60s. By the time I was um, coming up, late 50s, going into her 60s. And she was getting ready to retire. We can't be using that as an excuse because they're single parents. So we got to work. We got to do this. We got to do that. Stop that. This is why we go through so many different things. And this is why we have so much of this nonsense going on. Because people have too many excuses of why people do the who, what, where, why, and how. Stop that. Quit. We got to quit with all these excuses. and all. Listen. Again, that is an excuse. Yeah, we got to work. Because you got to work, you got to provide, you got to put food on the table, you got to keep a roof over your head, you got to do the whole entire nine yards. But let me explain something to you. A wise one once told me that sometimes you got to put you first. I've worked nights when my children were growing up. So my daughter, may she rest, that was the babysitter when she got old enough to watch the boys. Because by the time they were getting home from school, whatever, it was time for bath, homework, whatever, that became mama because mama had to work. Or they're at my mother's house. Or they're at my grandmother's house. They're there somewhere and I was not. But at the same time, they knew who their mother was and why I was not there. They still had that same structure. So we got to quit with all that. Well, I got to do this to do this. And a lot of people say, well, you know, we didn't have that extra help. Again, I just told y'all, for the most part, my daughter, who is five years older than my older son, and dang nearly nine years older than my younger son was watching them while I worked nights and I worked nights for years to be honest with you I did not start working days all like that until about uh, three four years ago and she's been gone it'll be 11 years this year okay and I worked nights for years we gotta quit with all these excuses no, society didn't fail our kids. We did it. And now society is raising them with the games, TV, all this kind of stuff. Why? Because we allow it. We got to, you know, sometimes you got to sit back and you got to take blame for something. Because you can't blame all that. If, if you didn't allow society in, they can't do it. I mean, really people, come on. These are babies. You know, the crazy part, my husband was just telling me this a moment ago because he's following the story. He's just shaking his head at it. And the crazy thing is the young man who went into the school and shot all these babies and them teachers and he shot his grandmother in the face first. She's not deceased. She is still living. She is in critical condition. And I pray to the God above that she pulls through. I Honestly, I do. Because that is a damn shame. And I asked myself, where the hell is his parents at? You know, where's the parents? Is the parents still alive? Is the parents deceased? What? 
You know, what's what's going on? What's what's the backstory? But the thing that really that really kind of grinds my gears a little bit for the lack of better words, there was a police officer, security armed guard, whatever. He walked past, approached a young man, and he let the young man into the damn school. You seen this boy with a gun in his hand, ammo in his bag, and you just let him walk by and you did absolutely you you gotta shoot him in his back. Shoot him in his knees. Do something. You didn't have to kill him, but you could have did something. So instead, this little boy was on a police chase after he had shot his grandma, and he runs through the school, and the guard lets him in all willy-nilly, and um, he goes around, he shoots a lot of children, a couple of adults, and then he gets eventually shot by the police. I'm sorry, whoever that guard was, Whatever time that child was about to give for all the murders he just did, that is the time that you were about to get. Because that, in my opinion, could have been prevented. You let him walk by all willy-nilly like ain't nothing. And then he proceeds to shoot. What the hell? Really? Now these people got to bury their children. That's not something easy, and that's not something that we were put on this earth to do. See, we were born to bury our parents, because, see, that's how it keeps generations going. We're not born to bury our children. See, that's kind of like skipping a little bit. I mean, and this is really, it really, really, really pisses me off that you seen this. And you know what's even more crazy? Let me tell you about this. And I'm sorry, some people probably gonna think I'm racist for what I'm about to say. And y'all know I'm not racist. As I say a million and one times, if I don't like you, it's because of you. It ain't got nothing to do with nothing else. But he was a Hispanic male that killed some Hispanic children. I don't know what the race of the other children were. But y'all seen that white boy that just shot up that church? That white boy that shot up that grocery store? The white boy who shot up that school prior to that? They in jail, getting three hots in a cot, living to tell a story, and this child can't even begin to do any of that. Again, now in this case, society has failed us. They really have. They, they, they really, really, really have. This is a very, very touchy subject. It's, it's a very touchy subject. It's one of those subjects that we shouldn't even have to continue to even talk about. But since it's always thrown up in our face, it seems like left, right, we have to continue to have these conversations. But damn, it's not doing any good. Okay, so today is the second anniversary, I do believe, for George Floyd. And um, Uncle Jojo, y'all know that's what we call, that's what I call President Biden, that's Uncle Jojo. He put in an executive order for uh, police reform on a federal level because, and they went in and they explained it, and I'm about to explain it to you guys. Like people say, well, what about the state level? He can't. States are governed by their own. He can do it on a federal level because they under him. He paid them, they employed, you know what I mean? State level, only thing he can do is encourage them to follow suit. He can't make your state do it. 
They explained it. He explained it. They put up, you know, put it in writing on why he can't force these states to do it. But now is basically, listen, this is what you got to do before you even decide that you're about to go do this. And some say, well, that's a that's on a federal level. It's not the feds that's killing people. It's the states, which I completely agree. But now there's something that's in place. Maybe these states will follow suit. Because now, the way he has it on a federal level, and I pray these states do it, if you get reprimanded for anything, you go into a database where if you try to go to a different jurisdiction, different state, whatever, they can pull it and you are not um, able to be hired for any type of law enforcement depending on what you were reprimanded for, how many you know, whatever. So there's some stipulations to it. They, he broke it down into debt, which kudos, okay? But it shouldn't have took George Floyd or Breonna Taylor or... Uh, Fidel Castro or anyone else, Sandra Bland. Look, I can go on, and that's as bad I can go on. It shouldn't have took them to lose their lives for somebody to step in and say, hey, we need to do something. Again, everybody, me included, you need to write your local government and say, hey, listen, we need to put this in play for our, on a state level. If the feds can play by this game, then we need to play by this too, because that's it's it's really it's really not fair. We need tougher gun laws. I told y'all about this not too long ago, on a couple podcasts ago, um, that I was going to sit down and talk to one of senators that I know personally, which is actually my stepson. I haven't got a chance to talk to him about it because there's so much going on. Um, tougher gun laws because it doesn't make sense that you could be 18 years old. And go purchase a rifle or a shotgun plus the ammunition. But you got to be 21 to purchase a handgun. Help me make that make sense. That rifle and that shotgun, depending on what kind you get, has way more power than a damn handgun. You get the right thing and you got the right, and it has the right kick, it'll blow a hole straight through your handgun, depending on the handgun. True enough. But one of those. It'll take you out the game if you're hitting, because it splatters. It will literally splatter you, depending on what type of gun. I personally think there needs to be tougher gun laws across the board. And that is something that can be done on a federal level. There ain't no reason why 18 or 21-year-olds should be purchasing a damn gun in the first place. At all. I think there should be more to it. Because people now are just buying guns to be buying guns and want to go, well, yeah, I wouldn't have got one just in case somebody tried me. You ain't going to do nothing. Shut the hell up. You ain't going to do nothing. See, anybody can go get a gun. Anybody can pull the trigger. The key to it is, can you live with the consequences of your actions afterwards? If you cannot do the time, don't do the crime. Okay? So if you're going to pull that trigger... Stand there and suck it up, soldier, and take them consequences like the big person you was when you decided to do that. There needs to be stiffer consequences. Stop getting these guns to anybody. Oh, because I don't have a record of any kind, I can go get a gun of my choice. Whether it is licensed or concealed, as long as I take the proper steps 
or whatever, and I, I got the proper background, I can go get a gun and I can do whatever, 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 whatever. No, what, what, do, you, what do you need a gun for? For what? And if you do have one, you should not be able to take it outside of your residence. And it's supposed to be locked up when you have it inside of your residence. But some people keep it underneath their bed, you know, underneath their mattress, underneath their pillow. Damn, what kind of life are you living for? You have to do all that. Who are you running from? Should be the, should be the, the big thing. Because people don't do that kind of stuff anymore. If you ain't about that life then there's no reason for you to have it, whatever. And you shouldn't be about that life in this day and age. We got too much going on. But people want to be out here and blood and cripping and doing all this kind of other stuff. We got some real life stuff. And don't get me wrong. You got a lot of people out there that are bloods and crips. They eat, breathe, and die for these streets because that's all they know. I get that. But then you got some of these newbies that they just want to go because they feel that's part of a trend and they want to follow suit. That's not what this is about. That's how a lot of people get hurt. We have got to do better and stop blaming everybody else for all this nonsensical stuff that is going on because it's not their fault. It's not these kids' fault. Where are parents at? Parents need to stand back and learn how to be parents quit being these kids' friends. We're not friends. Then they want to know why there's so much miscommunication, so much disrespect, so much of all this nonsense going. Well, that's it. And again, I think in a lot of situations, parents, we need to be held accountable for a lot of these kids' actions. Because a lot of this stuff, now listen, it was different when I was growing up. Because, like I said, I had a grandmother that would put the fear of Jesus in you. You know, you better not get no call home from school. Because she coming to the school and she about to tear your ass up. See, back then they could do that. Come in, you get whipping in the school. After that, clear your face up. They didn't went back to work. They didn't went back home. They didn't whatever. And the reason why you got a whipping is because one, you know better to be getting phone calls, and two, they either had to leave their job or stop whatever they was doing to come over here and to discipline you when they know you know better. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but see, now you got this thing where. Society is telling, oh, you can't whip your kids. Mine already knew. You get out of line, I'm tearing your ass up. My son was telling me one day, Mama, you remember you used to make us go get the switches off the trees? Uh-huh. It's okay to discipline your kids because, see, I'd rather for me to discipline them than for them to go out there in them streets and then the police do it. Or, Lord forbid, someone else. We have failed our children and we have allowed society to continue to do it. When will it stop? When will it end? Everybody just sit back. Well, ain't nothing I can do. And da, 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 da. There is plenty that you can do. Let your voice be heard. Just like when we was doing all them riots here in Omaha, Nebraska. And I told y'all. Y'all can go back and listen to the podcast. I said, alright. Y'all out here. Y'all tearing up stuff. Y'all doing all this other kind of stuff. Now listen. Don't tear up your own stuff. Because... Regardless, if you're going to be hurt or whatever, guess who got to pay for it? We do. We got to pay for it. You can go tear it up. But they're still going to make us pay for it. Even if they got insurance. See, they have insurance on that structure. And the things that's on the inside of it. But the city's still going to charge you for them having to come in to do it. That's part of the numbers game. But nevertheless, you had their attention. I said, okay, you got their attention. What you going to do with it? Now you got it. 
They're listening. Speak. And you know what happened? Here comes the stimulus check. And you know what else happened? Everybody else got silent. See, as long as they was feeding you that money, that little bitty ass money they was giving out that some people still didn't get for whatever. You got quiet. So they knew if they can, we're going to get them some money, they're going to shut up. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. It was no more protests and it was no more this. You know, we were on curfews. We were on this. We were on that. <sighs> okay. They got your attention and they damn sure got ours. And yet, no one has said anything. I can't speak for other states. I can't speak for other cities, but I can tell you what happened in Omaha, Nebraska. Didn't nobody do nothing because the same stuff is still going on. Now, I get it. They're fighting, you know, to make neighborhoods look great again, whatever, try to bring up the black communities. Kudos. That should have been done a long time ago. However, what good is to bring up these communities when the same stuff is going on? You are building up something so they can go ahead, relocate, and do something different somewhere else. We need something else in place before we can even get that far. I'm not saying we add more police because <laughs> what good is that going to do? Nothing. But there needs to be something. Because by moving them out, shipping them out, spraying them out throughout, you just didn't do nothing but create more of a headache. See, now they're in one area. But when you start pushing them out and branching them off, now they become in multiple areas. Which is going to create more chaos. We've got to do better. And we need to come up with a better plan because that one ain't it. That one is not it. I don't want to live next door to nobody who want to play music at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. Hell, I work. And I'm not saying I, I don't do it. My neighbors don't do it. Everybody pretty much is quiet after 10 o'clock. But then you, you get certain people and you got different traffic and there's shootings. Whatever my kids, my grandkids like to go outside and play. Freely. And I'm not saying that things don't happen in my neighborhood. Because they do. Oh, honey, we hear police, ambulance, stuff like that all the time. Let me tell you. We didn't see people ditch cars across the street and charge parking lot. We didn't see the police chasing people. We didn't see helicopters. I'm not telling you that. I don't live too far from the West Rose Mall. And some of you guys like the West Rose Mall. If you guys Google it, we've had some mall shootings. And let me tell you, when they get done doing that, they run my way. Okay? Because I'm right off the interstate. So they run my way, whatever the case may be. And we've seen them hell. The last time they did some stuff, they ran through my backyard. Okay, police run through the backyard chasing them. They doing the whole nine yards. So I'm not saying that things don't happen out here. I never tell you that because that's a damn lie. But what I will tell you, it will get worse if we don't put something in play. Something has got to be done. Something. What? I, I don't know. But we can't keep pacifying it. You know, you want to look the part, but you can't play the part. Something's, something's got to get. We got to start putting people in these, these different offices and these different places that's going to be for our children. Listen, I'm grown. I, I can handle this. I can take it. 
But just find a six-year-old baby, can't? They don't know the first thing about life. All they know is I want to go to school and play with so-and-so and so-and-so. I want to go see my teacher. This is what I learned. I want to go color. Go. That's all they know. We know better. They don't. They didn't know they was going to wake up that morning and then parents is getting a phone call that there's been a school shooting. They're sitting around and they've been pulled to side telling them that, hey, your child was one of the victims. They didn't know any of that. We sending our kids to school so they can learn. This is where homeschool is about to start coming into play. People better start finding people that's that's going to be able to be homeschooling their child or children full time. See how they can get paid by their local government to do such thing. And I do believe it's like you can homeschool three or four kids at a time or per whatever when you're homeschooling. I know it's not a lot or it might be. I don't know. But like I said, I got grandkids coming up. I have grandchildren coming up. And the person I was telling you, a good friend of mine, you know, because she's um, now studying to be Muslim, I want to say. Um, I was like, well, yeah, so because next year there's going to be no holidays, you know. No Father's Day, Mother's Day, you know, they're changing things to be gender neutral. I talked about this on my last podcast. And she was like, well, we can make up our own holidays and not celebrate. So listen, I get what you're saying, but everybody's not a Muslim. I'm a Baptist. We believe in certain things. I said, now that I'm a mother. I said, even if I don't celebrate, don't believe in anything, I got grandkids coming up in the world. If they decide they want to celebrate or not celebrate, that is a choice that they can make when they're old enough to make that choice. Stop making choices like that. You know, because she has children. Her older kids is like, we don't want their religion. We're not going to do it. Whatever. Her younger kids is because what mom wants to do. And she's like, when they get 18, they can decide. I said, well, here's the thing. By the time a child gets 18 years old and you're starting them to do certain things at four or five, by the time they get 18, that's the only life that they know. Now you've molded them and have them into the life that you're, that you wanted. That was the life that you want. I said, just be careful. I said, again, we got to lead by example. We got to, didn't I tell y'all I started at home? Didn't I tell you everything starts at home? Then when they get 18, 19, and they lost. I have people always say, well, you know, we're just going to sit back. We're going to pray about it. Listen, I believe prayer changes things, and y'all know I do. But God also gave you the wisdom and knowledge to start shaking some things up. He helps those who help themselves. So you can pray and pray and pray and pray and pray until you actually put one foot forward and keep going. Um, You're at a standstill, sweetie. I don't know where you're going. We can pray as much as we want to pray. Okay? But along with that prayer, we need action. Period. You, we need some action. And then when I say that, people are like, well, no, violence is not the answer. Who's talking about violence? Listen, everything is not about violence. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is far more powerful than any violent act you can commit. Educate yourself. As quick as people can get on to listen to podcasts, people can get on Google, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. Sit down and start educating yourself on life. Because she was like, well, you know, I, I want to go to Africa and learn about, you know, whatever. And like I tell everybody, listen, I'm, 
black American. I didn't come from Africa. My ancestors didn't come from Africa. I know who I am. I know where I came from. I can't go visit or go back to something I've never been to. I'm not saying that you shouldn't go visit different countries because that's what social vote. Go for it. But here's a newsflash. These other countries don't like us Americans. They can't stand us because they think we're spoiled and too modern. They like us because we come over there and we spend our money. So we're making them rich while we broke as hell. That is a fact. That is pure fact. Talk to some people who come from these different countries. I mean, they were born and raised in new countries. And they decided to come over here, you know, for whatever, whatever. And they will tell you, you guys are too spoiled. And I've, I know some, some for real Africans. They come from different tribes. And they're like, no, it's not so much we don't. A lot of people don't care for you because you guys are disrespectful, too modern, and you guys are spoiled. And we're so divided. See, there, they don't care damn about whatever. When it's time to go down, it's time to go down. They stick together. After we get done handling this from this outsider, I'm going to go back to disliking you. That's their attitude about it. We can learn a lot from different countries. But stop running our asses over there. Things that they accept us. They don't like us. They like your money. Because you're keeping them afloat. Why you're broke over here. That's all I'm saying. It's okay to go learn about different stuff. It, it really is. And you should want to learn about different stuff. How different cultures interact. How different people do what they do. But don't confuse that. With the fact that they accept you. Because they don't. Learn the difference. American Muslims. Are not liked by. You know. People over in these different countries. It's not the same. They don't. It's, it's really not. You really have to sit down and talk to different people. And whatever. And they'll explain to you. It's not the same. You know. You're reading something out of a book. You're learning to do this. I was born to do this. So, it, it's one of those. It, it really is. But, nevertheless, you guys, we got to do better for our little people. And, again, my heart goes out to everybody who is affected by these students directly. And even for those of us who wasn't affected indirectly. That could have been one of our babies sitting in that classroom. Or our spouse, cousin, brother, mother. We got to do better, y'all. In the meantime, in between time, y'all stay up and y'all know I'm out.